Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery. Today, my guest is Blake Zhang. Blake is a student at the Smith School of Business in Queens University. He's studying business commerce with an expected graduation date of May 2023. Blake and I had met back in September 2020 through the Professional Mentorship Program, which was a sponsored by the Smith School of Business Center of Social Impact in a partnership with the student clubs, Key Plus, the Smith Black Business Association, and EDGE. We were formally assigned as mentor and mentee, and we've continued to remain connected, as, which has been amazing and exciting, as Blake made his move from home, his home in China back to Canada to attend school in person in 2021. This summer, Blake also worked as an operations analyst at RBC. He stepped up to the role of student partner, leading a team of amazing students for our Believe Impact project with our Canadian Olympian and Amazing Race candidate contestant, Sarah Wells. In his spare time, Blake likes to play basketball, spend time with his cat, Mello, and loves watching sports. Blake, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I, <laughs> I, it's been an exciting week, and I'm really excited to have this conversation and, uh, and catch up and uh, share a little bit of your story with our listeners. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Ready. So, yeah, so let's jump in. Why don't we start uh, some fast, rapid, quiet, uh, rapid fire questions. So what is your most favorite used emoji? Um, I guess I'm, I'm like most of the people, I love the crying and the laughing emoji at the same time, you know, the <laughs> crying and laughing faces. And uh, another one I use pretty often is uh, the folded hands. You know, when I try to say thank you, I put a lot of folded hands after that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, folded hands. The yeah, folded hands. Sure yeah, yeah, that's good appreciation. That's a good one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, food. I know we've talked about food before in a lot of our conversations, but if if you could uh -huh. eat one food for the rest of your life, could you pick one? What would it be? Oh man. Okay, so if I have to, if I have to eat one sort of food for the rest of my life, okay. Um, It'll be hot pot for me. I don't know if you heard that before. It's hot pot, so yeah. it's uh, yeah. So it's when people kind of season everything already within the soup. Then you just boil anything you wanted. There was beef, chicken, vegetables. Uh, yeah, I can eat that all day. <laughs> Sounds pretty healthy too. Oh yeah, definitely. That's good. Good. Um, what do you like to do with the day off, or how do you spend a day off? Um, usually it's going to be hanging out with my friends. I love to go outside and, uh, uh, since now I have my cat with me, so, uh, also staying at home. is also a pretty good option. You know, I put a, a movie on watching with my friends with my cat <laughs> just on the side <laughs> of me. So on the side of me. Yep. That yeah. We saw, I saw mellow earlier as we were getting ready for this and, uh, Mm -hmm. We can't, we can't forget about it, our furry feathered friends that have kept us company during COVID and it's awesome to have animals as part of your life. <laughs> yeah. And I know, I know, I know your cat, right? It's Genji. I've seen him for lots of times, but he's also looks amazing. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, he hasn't left my side. I don't think in, since I've been working from home, it's uh, fun to have them around. Um, as far as sort of. You know, are you a hit the snooze button or a wake up immediately, immediately kind of guy? Uh, I'll wake up immediately because uh, even when I try to go 
um, try to go out to sleep while, you know, if something brings up. So I couldn't do that. I mean, just, uh, it's just so natural for me. I just couldn't go back to sleep once someone, something woke me up. So, and uh, if I were to set the alarm, which means I got something to do. Uh, so out, yeah, so that's why I would wake up immediately. That's a good way to be, right? Kind of embrace the day, just get up and go no matter what time it is and mm -hmm. enjoy it. Right. Like, um, even if I tried to go back to sleep, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. That's usually the case too. If you're someone that your mind starts going as soon as you're up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this question I often ask the guest is, uh, about what is your favorite word? I know some of us say certain words a lot, or we, you know, sometimes think of things and there's something that we like the sound of it, or maybe we don't even have a favorite word, but do you have a favorite word that means something to you or you like? Um, yeah, I, I like the word blessing. Um, yeah, that has a little story to it because when I, um, yeah, when I first moved to Hawaii by myself, you know, I was just facing so many difficulties and um, I just realized, hey, this, this is also a blessing, blessing at the same time. I'm so blessed with having my family, you know, they supported me to go study abroad. So yeah, I love the word blessing. So it just makes me uh, realize that every day is, you know, we can't take every day for granted. You know, we, we're, we're just lucky to having what we have. Such a meaningful word and, and and thanks for sharing that that experience and um and moving to hawaii and other things as you look at those as blessings and opportunities as well and i think that's right. what i really wanted to capitalize on today's conversation with you is you know we've we met through a formal mentoring program but have um really um stayed connected and talked about a lot of things throughout the last year or so and as I think about you and your journey, um, you know, you've made it, you know, from high school to post-secondary, you've, you've actually made a successful transition this summer and um, stepped up to a lot of opportunities I shared at the beginning of the conversation, but you've also made so many geographical moves um, with different countries, different schools, um, experienced mm -hmm. different cultures. Um, so as you're kind of thinking about that, could you, you know, could you talk a little bit more about those transitions and you know, just like you said with Hawaii and other things, like how how that all came about and what you might have learned along the way. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I spent the first half of the year of my freshman year of high school back in China. Then I got the opportunity to study abroad. So uh, my family supported me. So yeah, it was like a one second decision. So. Um, yeah, then I just moved to Hawaii by myself, you know, attend that a high school called Kaiser High. Um, yeah, spend a year and a half there, but I would say, you know, uh, it was, it was a tough experience because, uh, I remember back the day it was, um, back in 2015 when I was 15 years old, 14, 15 ish. So it's my first time, you know, living by myself, uh, having to take care of everything by myself and. And I was, it's unexpected, right? I was in a school, <laughs> I was attending high school in China, but hey, like a week later, I'm here in the States, in Hawaii. So everything was, was new to me. I have no clue how to get started. I was, you know, I was completely caught off guard. And, and mm -hmm. at the time I was, my English speaking was so poor that I couldn't understand, you know, what my teacher was saying, uh, which leads to like a, a lot of problems at the same time, because 
uh, my grade were I'm failing courses and also I couldn't understand my classmates, right? Even though they tried to talk to me, I couldn't understand what they were saying, which is awkward at the time, super awkward. And and yeah, that just leads to me to become like a very self-conscious person because um, I feel like I'm isolated from the world, like no one's on my side. Uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, so it's, it's, it stayed that way for about half a year. So, but like, it was a day I called my mom and yeah, I told her what I've been through. It's pretty painful. Yeah, but my parents was very supportive. They say, hey, if you can adapt to the life there, you can always come back. Your home's always your home, we're always here. So yeah, that's when the moment I realized, hey, I came this far, just can't give up now. So I, I should have, you know, shared this opportunity at hand. So I should have, you know, tried harder. So that's when I kind of opened up myself to more opportunities outside and started, you know, trying to talk to other people, even though I speak very poorly. So then I have the opportunity to, you know, participate in sports where you don't need too much of the, you know, language communication, but you can still, you know, play in a team environment and get to know everyone. So uh, that's how I kind of opened up myself to a lot of people. So. My teammates were really nice to me, so we we're friends on and off the court. Uh, yeah, we've been together the entire day after school, on a school practicing. So yeah, and through that opportunity, I just had so many time to you know talk and communicate with different people. That's how I think my speaking skills has improved a lot. And also at the same time, um, I was able to understand what they're saying, and uh, you know also the academics, I was able to catch up the courses. So once I start understanding what was what's on what's on there, so I was able to adapt very quickly. So uh, I was able to get all A's, straight A's for after that first half of the year while I was failing courses. Yes, so <laughs> that's the first part of my transition. That's the first part of my transition, I guess. Yeah. Wow. That is, you know, and I know we've talked about this is such a young age to be uh, kind of obviously thrown into that and and then the way you embraced it and the experiences you had I think is um and especially at 14 15 that's incredible and especially when you don't really speak the language and having to learn that um and to to make yourself um I guess fit in right like it's hard to hard to have those right. feelings of um not inclusive and um just trying to figure out how you can adapt and so that, that's a very, um, very unique experience. And also I think helpful for our listeners because there's so many newcomers that come to Canada, even older than that, or even to other countries and, right. you know, adapting to that and how to get your, how to get yourself situated is a, is a big challenge. So what, once you were in Hawaii in high school, did you make another move from there? I, I know you've moved to a few places, but. Oh yeah. So. After I spent first a year and a half there, so which when I when I at the time when I finished my second year sophomore year, at the, in Hawaii, um, I I made the decision to move to mainland U.S. Uh, through a connection. So he introduced me to another high school. So the reason of the move is that um, I realized that my um, classmates there they okay first of all it's, it's the school they don't even offer you know any IP or IB courses that I would love to. Be part of, um, and also it's just the uh, environment wasn't really what I expected because 
you know, I always wanted to push myself more to learn more while you know, all my classmates there are just want to get through high school because they're, it's like when you graduate from the high school, you're almost guaranteed to go to University of Hawaii, which is the only university on the island. It's almost like a guarantee. So yeah, no one was really trying, uh, I would say, at, at school. So they just try to get past the courses and uh, spend the time at the beach. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> It wasn't, yeah, it, was, it wasn't, okay, it wasn't a bad thing, but it's just a personal choice of me, of mine, so I would love to go to uh, another place where it can offer me, you know, better courses, better opportunities. That's why I made this move to Maryland, where I spent um, my third year of high school. Uh, so, yeah, so I made another transition, which means I have to start over with my life. I felt like, you know, I... Of course, I have no connection over there. I know no one, absolutely no one. Okay, but um, I was way better than the first year at Hawaii because, you know, at the time I was able to talk to a lot of people. I was able to communicate. So I was able to do pretty good at school. So um, so the third year of high school was pretty chill for me. I was able to, you know, participate in school and get a very good grade. Mm -hmm. And that's basically it. Yeah, no, that's another another pivotal moment. And and that's why, you know, again, as we were talking about your experience and, and doing the purpose of this podcast is, you know, sharing these experiences also helps others to to think about it. And and then how did you how did you end up in Canada? Oh, that's a great question. Because uh, okay, when I finished my third year was uh, at a time when, you know, Donald Trump took his administration and uh just for a lot of family reasons, both my parents are in politics, um, and um, yeah, and also they were accused by their political enemies of saying stuff about them. So I don't want them to lose their job or anything. So it's a bad, it's a bad image on them for their son to study in the states. So yeah, so I, yeah, so that's why I kind of moved to another place, which is in Toronto. I moved to another school, another new place. So that's where I graduated. And then that's how you got into, from being in Canada, that's how you got into Queens? Yes, yes, exactly. Awesome. Wow, what a, I, I really wanted you to share that. I know we, I asked you a couple questions about it because I really wanted you to share, you know, the experiences you've had and the cultures and the readapting and adapting when we talk about, you know, people having adaptable skills. And I mean, to me, you're the walking example of um, someone that's been able to be agile and to to adapt and to shift, and I know that didn't come completely easy without challenges and heartache and other stuff. But uh, it's such an amazing um, journey you've already had, and uh, so much more. I I can't wait to see what you do. I know there's a lot more ahead of you. Um, as you think about school itself, and you know, I know we were talking earlier before we 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 started to record the podcast that. You know, you've had a, a good uh, work experience this summer, which is also a learning experience and, you know, different than maybe what you learn in the textbook at school, whether it was in high school or in, or in university. But is there anything that you think about um, reflecting on school and some of the life experiences you've had, whether it's through your transitions to, and moves around uh, different, different countries? Um, is there anything that you feel maybe should be highlighted or maybe taught in school that isn't that you've learned, you know, through life? 
Uh, yeah, right. It's uh, I believe it's something that you always talk about is definitely uh, I believe the same thing, which is managing how to manage a relationship, how to create it like a relationship, how to network. So I believe you mentioned a lot of, <laughs> well, you know, we talked a lot about it and I went to a lot of your sessions. So it is very important skills because there's, yeah, no one really teach you that in school, not even a business school where I am, where I'm at. So, uh, and it is also the skill that doesn't, for me, it doesn't come naturally. It has to be you to practice, you know, later on. And, uh, well, when I was working here at RPC, I realized that is, it is a very important skill to have you know, to create like a meaningful relationship is very important. Not, you know, and also relationships are not about quantities about quality, right? So you don't have to keep in touch with everyone, but you make sure you, you do keep in touch with those who are meaningful to you. So the, those who are you know, very helpful to you. And yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying, and that no one really <laughs> teach me those before is, is something that I realized, Hey, once I got here, Hey, I really needed to network, get to know more people. And it's, it's, I ha I've had a lot of meaningful conversations. It's also fun, not as frightening or something like that. Yeah. Isn't that interesting too? Cause when you think about, I think I remember being possibly your first coffee chat back a year ago. And then you think about all the conversations you've had with people and to your point, it's not as, as frightening or scary because you start to realize that, you know, people are human and if you can connect and make that connection of some sort of human element and, and find that common ground, how important those relationships can become. Um, I, I say this all the time. I learn so much from each of you uh, as well that I get to meet and um, it, it's so important to to listen and to to learn um, from people, so mm -hmm, that, right. that's a really interesting one because it is. It's right. You hear, go out and network, and you're like, okay, what does that look like? <laughs> and it's, uh, you have to yeah. figure it out. Yeah, it's a fun fact. You know, I my first ever coffee chat that I've had in my life is with Brian, and uh, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it wasn't as awkward that it, as what I thought it would be. You know, Brian was a very Cool guy who's very welcoming. He's he understands you because he knows that you're a student. You don't have much experience, and Brian just is so nice. And I'm I'm grateful, you know, meeting you at the first time of my first coffee chat because that kind of gave me, you know, more confidence of you know because hey, I had that first successful coffee chat. You know, I, I want to get to know more people. So that's a, like a, definitely was a great confidence booster for me. So yeah, thank you, Brian. Thank you. So thanks a lot. Uh -huh. You're, you're so very welcome. It's, it's, it's been a huge pleasure and, and seeing everything you've done this year is so fantastic. Um, I know you did already, so I don't want to necessarily like, uh, go down here if this isn't the right, um, you know, but we, we usually talk about a personal challenge or something that you've overcome and you've overcome so much, um, even in just your journey, but is there anything that you wanted to share with the audience about you know, maybe a personal sort of uh, challenge that you had in the past that you were able to to deal with outside of what you've already shared. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's the um, decision making, I would say, because at the time I was very young, 15, 16 years of age. I, I have to decide where I should move next, where I should take where I should take my life. Uh, well, yeah, that's. Well, it's pretty tough, but at the same time, I was, you know, so naive and innocent. I thought everything would come, come 
so easily because you know I because I love the place, so everything will come easily. But in fact, you know, not everything will come as easily as you thought as you thought it would be. And uh, yeah, just from that experience, I just learned that you know sometimes you are you're definitely in control of your life, but it's up to you to decide where you should take your life to, and you have to live up to the consequences of your decision. And uh, a lot of times, unexpected things do happen, but um, I think we have to face it. It's our decision, right? But it's also a blessing, like I said, because we have the uh, op I have the option to choose where I can take my life to. It's already a blessing. Yeah, some great like some great insights there on on for others and others to listen to from you is 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 that you're you know reflecting on that and and what you've done there. It's uh, it's impressive, and um, I think it's just going to help you as you have always shown uh, in conversations, you know, your, your empathy and, and understanding of other people too. So it's something that, you know, human and human uh, emotional intelligence, something we all could, could learn a little bit more from as we think about our journeys and how to, how to work with people. Um, on another note, thinking from like, you know, I know when I first met you, we were, we had lots of calls at different hours because you were in China and I was in Toronto mm -hmm. and connecting and talking, but you know, now you're back here and uh, back at school and um, as things are starting to get a little bit more, hopefully heading in the right direction with the COVID-19 pandemic, is there something you're really looking forward to doing uh, now that, you know, you're back at school and, and things are starting to shape up a bit? Oh, man, I, first of all, I'm excited. We are going back to campus for you know for school and uh i would love to meet all my classmates um yeah i haven't seen for a lot of them for about a year and a half i believe <laughs> uh and also i would love to you know take a, maybe a day off to go travel so that's that's something that i always wanted but you know since the covid thing going on we're we all we all are just unable to do so but when this covid thing is over hey for sure i'll try to maybe travel somewhere within canada that sounds good. Yeah, there's a lot to see right across the country and uh, hopefully maybe too, I'll get back to campus. We can actually meet in person for a change. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll definitely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're thinking about, um, you know, last last kind of thoughts or ideas for our listeners, is there anything um, you, you've hit upon so many things today, but is there anything specific that you want to share with you know, someone in high school who's thinking about making that transition to school or that transition to their first job. And, you know, I think some of the things you've already shared, right, about, you know, but was there anything specific that you might want to share with the listeners before we, we end the conversation for today? Um, yeah, right. And uh, I would say that, you know, some I realized as for myself, you know, I'm the only problem and I'm only solution. And for a lot of times, no one will come to rescue you unless you put in a lot of effort yourself. So I would say for a lot of listeners here today, my recommendation is to actually, you know, you have to step up and take your challenge and face that challenge that you, whatever it is that you're having, whatever, no matter it's whatever that is, you're moving from one country to another, you're facing uh, a lot of different challenges, I would say, hey, face the challenge. Because, you know, at the end of the day, challenge makes you grow. 
well, a success teach you really nothing because you're just having good feelings, but those failures, those bad experiences can teach you a lesson. So definitely use, definitely be, take those challenges, I would say. Some great insights and ideas there too, right? Like step up to that, enjoy it, figure it out. Um, Blake, it's been a pleasure catching up with you today. And um, I, you know, I've uh, lucky to see you on a couple different conference calls this summer and then see how you're doing, but um, all the best to you as you, you head back to school. And um, I know we'll continue to talk, but thank you so much for being a, a guest on the show today. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me, Brian. I'm glad I'm, you know, I can help with the conversation. It's great. It's always great to catch up with you. You as well. You as well. So for our listeners today, if you liked what you heard, please share this podcast with your network and please continue to tune in for more upcoming episodes. This has been Coffee with Convery and until next time, please stay well. <laughs>